Hi there, this is the Reverend Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire, and this is Love to Tell the Story. One of the many small things of life in this part of the world that never ceases to fascinate me is a tree that grows on a rock. <laughs> Seriously, take a walk most anywhere in the woods of New Hampshire or Maine, and not only is it likely that you'll come upon one of the many huge glacial rocks that pepper this landscape, but odds are there will also be found some towering tree with long and gnarled roots wrapped all around it. We've actually got one out front of our family's camp up in Aroostook County, an old yellow birch that's been clinging defiantly to this huge rock on the shore of the lake for longer than my lifetime, all the while growing and stretching its shady branches ever further over the water. Many was the time over the years growing up that I marveled at that tree, how it hangs at the angle that it does, wondering how it can possibly defy gravity like that. And even now it remains, still growing and, dare I say, still thriving, despite all the wind-swept midsummer storms and intense winter nor'easters that have come at it over the years. In fact, just this week, one of our good friends up there sent us a picture of our camp that showed that that tree has survived yet another winter. Amazing! Because, you know, there have been plenty of other trees around our camp, Trees that are bigger, straighter, and seemingly stronger that have fallen to the ground in all that time. One even fell on the camp. These are trees that were ultimately unable to stand firm against all that our New England weather can typically dish out. However, come what may, this one precariously perched old tree just never seems to yield. Of course, looks are often deceiving, and a closer examination of such rock-brown trees will reveal that their roots have managed to reach around the rocks and to whatever soil it can find, or as in the case of our own yellow birch, right into the spring-fed mud of the lake itself. That's how, despite all outward appearances and seemingly impossible odds, trees like these stay strong, tall, and leafy green summer after summer, long past the time when so many other trees have gone to mulch. Actually, as the coronavirus crisis deepens throughout the country, and as I'm recording these words in our third full week here in New Hampshire of staying at home, I've been thinking a lot about that tree and its own unique set of survival skills. It's actually put me in mind of a particular biblical promise that comes courtesy of the Old Testament prophet Jeremiah, this from the 17th chapter. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. Now, what's interesting to me about these words is that, historically speaking, they were directed to the people of Israel amidst a crucial time in its history, the fall of Jerusalem, the destruction of the temple, and the exile of God's people to Babylon. This all took place within Jeremiah's lifetime, around 600 BCE, if you're looking it up. Words like these ought to have provided great hope and comfort to those who were caught up in the stormy tumult of those times. They certainly do for us right about now. But truth be told, these words were actually intended to be words of confrontation 
They serve as a strong rebuke to a people who are mired in their own faithlessness. Now, taken in its proper context, it all makes sense. After all, here was a people who'd had a long history of making the wrong choices where God was concerned. It wasn't simply that Israel had turned from God. It was that they'd had the propensity to place their trust in anything and everything except God. Jeremiah rightly compared them to a shrub in the desert. Living their lives like that of a tree that's unable to get the water it needs. And so eventually... It's going to turn from green to brown. It's it's going to shrivel up, wither away, and die. The point here is that if such a thing can happen to God's own people, Israel, then it can also happen to us. Even for those of us who profess to wholly trust in God and who actively seek to validate that profession by the living of our lives, there is always the temptation and risk that our hearts become engaged elsewhere. And before long, we too become like those shrubs in the desert. Truth be told, this can happen any number of ways. But I wonder if these days, it might well be our fear and anxiety that's the catalyst. Because, friends, when fear overcomes our faith, our very lives cannot help become parched and dry, void of comfort, without peace, without any true purpose and real meaning. Ultimately, you see, we need water in our lives. We need living water. The living water that only God can provide. So that, if I might slightly adjust Jeremiah's words here, even in the year of drought, we are not anxious, for we do not cease to bear fruit. In the nitty-gritty of life's journey, most especially in these strange and uncertain times we're in now, The question for us will always be who and in what we shall trust. And in faith, we know that as we trust in God, we will be blessed like a tree planted by water. There is great wisdom and divine truth in that. And yet I'd have to say my own choice would still be to be that one gnarly tree that keeps on growing out of the rock along the shoreline, holding on determinedly to God's solid presence in and through every storm that comes along no matter how long that storm might last. Because then I'll know for sure, just as the words of the old spiritual proclaims, I shall not be moved. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Love to Tell the Story. This is Michael Lowry, and I thank you for listening today. And until next time, stay healthy, stay home. And may God bless you with a great day every day. I'll talk to you soon.